Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, Be Awesome listeners. This is episode three and I am not under the peach tree with Steve the Rooster. I do have an awesome guest with me here today. Uh, Many of you that have been following me saw that I took three flights. I flew from Boston to Los Angeles, Los Angeles to Seattle, Seattle to someplace. And I posted a picture of myself at the North Pole Police Station this morning. And that's exactly where I am. I'm in North Pole, Alaska. Uh, It's a roughly 1,700 miles south of the geographic North Pole, about 125 miles south of the Arctic Circle. Uh, There's about 2,300 residents here. Uh, High school's home of the Patriots, and they have a pretty uh, cool logo that looks similar to our New England Patriots. And uh, I found my guest here today uh, purely by accident. Uh, As you heard in the first episode, the reason why I started, the purpose that I had to start this was there's a lot of people that are unhappy in the world today, and uh, I see a lot of it in my travel, and I wanted to try to help, if I could, anybody and kind of cast a wider net than my public speaking to share positive stories, give perspectives, and find others that have that purpose and passion and the commitment to do awesome things. And a couple of years ago, I was in Anchorage, and a friend of mine said, hey, you should go to the North Pole. And uh, I said, how far away is it? And he told me it was about six hours. But he told me when I went, I had to stop and see Santa Claus. And I said, well, why would I go to the North Pole and not see Santa Claus? Well, I didn't know that there was actually a resident in North Pole, Alaska, named Santa Claus until recently. Uh, it, it jogged my memory. I'm up here to do a leadership summit for my day job, and uh, I jogged my memory. I looked it up, and sure enough, uh, city councilor, past president of Chamber of Commerce, uh, involved with a bunch of different things up here is Santa Claus. And uh, I reached out to him, sent an email, as I share with you, uh, and I will continue to share with you. The answer is always no until you ask. I sent an email titled, uh, Dear Mr. Claus, as my grandmother and my mother always told me to start with Mr. or Mrs. until told otherwise, and there was nothing uh, funnier for me to share with my family than the response back that said, please call me Santa. And uh, I got a response back, and we talked for the last couple of weeks, and I learned a lot about not just Santa Claus, but a lot about the state of the country we're in today that I have to say that I wasn't aware of. So, first of all, you know, to, to be committed to change your name to Santa Claus, to, to, to move to the North Pole, all this stuff that, that, you know, people may or may not know about. First, welcome to the Be Awesome podcast, Santa, and uh, tell us your story. Thanks, Josh. It's uh, good to be here, particularly here at the North Pole, but with you in particular, I... I very pleased with what you're doing with Be Awesome, and I'm happy I'm on your third podcast. Three is a lucky number, as you know. It absolutely is. So, Santa, tell us, take us back, take us back to before you were here. Where were you? Uh, what? Tell us a little bit about the story getting us to sitting down here today. Uh, before living here in North Pole and being on city council, I used to live at Lake Tahoe on the North Shore, a beautiful area, and I had grown out my beard one time and it's about my third beard and I was walking around town it was a little bit after um, after the summer and the beard came out white this time I'm now 71 years old so I was in my late 60s then mid 60s and 
a lot of people were just calling me Santa. Just when I was walking down the road, I used to walk everywhere, and I still do. And uh, I thought about it, and people said, "Oh, you ought to do the Santa thing this this Christmas." That was in 2004, and uh, I did. For I volunteered for about 30 nonprofits around Lake Tahoe and the Reno area in uh, Nevada, and had a great time doing it. So, the February after that particular Christmas, uh, it was kind of a cold day, very crisp. Um, I was walking up in the mountains, pretty high altitude there. And since it was kind of a nice day, people still had their windows rolled down in their cars, even though it was kind of a cold temperature. I could see my breath. And I was praying. I'm a monk. I'm also a bishop in this little church. But um, I was praying to God what I should do with this gift. I look at the beard as a, a gift and the, soul, the whole kind of Santa appearance. And one part of the prayer was, should I change my name to uh, Santa Claus to benefit a greater number of children? I'd been doing child advocacy before, but I figured, well, maybe this is a possibility to do more good for more children. So after my prayer, about 20 seconds later, this sort of white, nondescript car came up the road towards me. And I was sort of paying half attention because the windows were rolled down. And as the car passed, um, I couldn't really see who was in it. but. This voice sounded like a young man in his 20s shouted out, and this is right after the prayer, Santa, I love you, like that. And that's about as fast an answer to a prayer as I've ever uh, had. So never saw the car again, never found out who it was that shouted out at me. But the following day, I called up the county clerk where I was living and uh, went about changing my name legally to Santa Claus. No middle initial, no other things, just S-A-N-T-A-C-L-A-U-S. Um, that's how that sort of happened. And it makes it easier now for me to get a hold of uh, federal and state legislators when I want to support a particular piece of legislation that benefits child health, safety, and welfare, make a long story short. Yeah, and and uh, that's great. And if the gentleman in the nondescript white car is out there, I guess we could say thank you for shouting out uh, when you did. Uh, you know, great great points about kind of the advocacy. One of the things that uh, that you shared with me is that there were a number of Santa Claus, a number of people that have changed their name to Santa Claus, but the, uh, the original Santa Claus or the one of the Santa Clauses tended to shake things up a bit. Yeah, St. Nicholas, uh, Santa, my name, Santa Claus, is based on the Dutch expression Sinterklaas, which means St. Nicholas. And my Santa Claus history goes back to the fourth century in the area now known as Turkey, over in Asia Minor. Uh, Bishop Nicholas and this little uh, church um, was from a very wealthy family, and when his parents passed away, he had all this money, and one of the things he did when young women back then um, were going to get married, they had to have a dowry. Their parents had to give a dowry to the parents, basically, of the person their daughter was going to, to marry, to grossly oversimplify. Anyway, if they didn't have a dowry, a lot of them uh, went into prostitution, because that was the only other option at that time in that particular area, as it turned out. So Nicholas uh, used to give these sort of dowries uh, on behalf of these uh, particular young um, women. And that's how his sort of um, love for children came to uh, fruition in a very positive way. He was saving them from a, a life that otherwise would have been pretty dismal. So Nicholas, um, the tradition 
was carried on by the um, Dutch, who were calling him Sinterklaas. And when they settled the area in New Amsterdam, which is now New York City, they took that tradition with them. The Feast of St. Nicholas is usually celebrated on the 5th or 6th of December. And they, having very limited resources in New Amsterdam, um, went ahead and combined the celebration of the Feast of St. Nicholas with a celebration of Christmas. So that's how Sinterklaas, or Santa Claus, became associated with Christmas, being a gift giver, sort of like the Magi, were being gift givers to um, baby Jesus. That sort of made sense to them way back when. So that's how the whole Santa Claus thing got started. It's a completely different tradition from Kris Kringle. Kris Kringle is based on a German tradition for Christkindl, which means Christ child. Nothing to do with Santa Claus whatsoever. And you uh, you mentioned Turkey, and I think I read somewhere that you received an award. I did. Uh, tell me a little. Tell us a little bit about the award you received. In 2009, um, the Santa Claus Peace Council in Turkey, which has been around for quite a while, um, recognized me for my belief that if we ever want to have international peace, we have to instill love and peace within the heart of each and every child. And they can do that in their family and also their community, their state, country, and throughout the world. If that doesn't happen first, international peace is not likely to occur anytime soon. So they recognized my efforts in that area and awarded me this international peace prize. One of the previous recipients happened to be the Dalai Lama, so I think I'm in pretty good company. Well, you're in great company. That's fantastic. I had no idea the... Uh I, had, I knew I had read somewhere on the article on the on the award. I didn't didn't read too much into uh, past recipients or too much of it. I just knew you received it, so I'm glad I asked that question. Um, you know, I have to somewhat plead ignorance to you know my. I think my original reason for asking you to to speak with me and do this podcast. You know, a couple months ago, I had no idea what I was doing. I knew that we we had a we had a great great name that I've been using for some time. We were tying it to a, a book and wanting to, to share awesome stories and awesome ideas and, and, uh, and, and in getting to know you over the last couple of weeks, you know, I found myself looking and investigating into what you advocate and the biggest thing is advocating for our children. And, you know, I have to say that what I found is just, um, it's, it's sad. There's no other word. There's no other word than, than sad. We've got almost 3 million children in the United States today that are homeless. To translate that, that's one in 30 kids. To translate it even further, the average classroom in the United States is 24 kids. So when we send our kids to school, when they sit in a classroom, there's an 80% chance that one of the kids that they're sitting with is potentially homeless. Mm -hmm. And that's that's just staggering to me. Uh, There's almost a half a million kids in foster care right now with, with needs. And there are countless programs that are that are losing funding or have dwindling funds that have a lack of support to really help these kids that really need to, they, they really deserve an opportunity. And, you know, I can't thank you enough for, for even giving me this time to talk about this, but also for me opening my eyes. I live in a fairly, what would be considered well-to-do community. I live in Easton, Massachusetts, home of the pointed shovel, the Ames family, Ames, Iowa, where the golden spike was laid was named after one of our residents. Um, 
so we have a, a long history and you know lar- higher higher median household income and um, and home values and everything else and I spoke this morning with uh, one of the members of what's known as Easton Four, which is for our residents of Easton. And I asked them, you know, how many kids do you help at, at the holidays? And they told me 350. And that's almost 10% of our total student population. So it's really something that we all need to step up and do more because uh, one of the things was uh, my fiance, Amy, who uh, went to Southern New Hampshire University. Um, the commencement speech that they use for a commercial, the president says something that's pretty pretty powerful. The world in which we live in uh, is equally distributes talent, but does not equally distribute opportunity. Right. And we need to do more. And it's amazing that you've chosen to do all of this. And well, you've been effort. doing some of it yourself. Well, the pumpkin paddle and yeah. all the rest of it. I think it's great. Well, you know, there's there's still we still got work to do. Uh, <laughs> but to, to stay positive and to keep doing the things you're doing is just awesome. Not to put not to use the word too much, but it's on my shirt, so I might as That's well. That's right. It'd be awesome. Um, when I first started, there were more than two million children who were abused, neglected, exploited, abandoned, homeless, and institutionalized. And I used to address things like. S chip and foster care and adoption and that sort of thing. When I went on a 50-state tour called Santa's Bless the Children Tour in 2006 and 2007, visiting every state um, capital throughout the United States, drove to 48 and then had to fly to Alaska and Hawaii. But talked with the staffs of all the governors and most of the U.S. senators who had offices in the capital cities about those particular uh, subjects that I just mentioned and. One of the things I was trying to do is promote, um, sort of cross-pollinate, because a lot of these states were starting programs to help children, but they didn't know what had already been done in other states, so they were constantly reinventing the wheel, which is kind of a waste of resources in many ways. They didn't have programs like one file per child that would, uh, sort of medical and other file that would follow a particular child around through the systems that they had to go through for protection and aid and that sort of thing and they'd see lots of different caseworkers and there was really no consistency and then if they moved to a different state that old file just pretty much disappeared um, so I was trying to prompt them among other things to uh, try and help these children in a more effective and more efficient way and make the limited funds that were available uh, more a little bit more available now um, to make the programs that are in place um, more beneficial to a greater number of children. And it was pretty well received. That's great. That's, uh, that's a lot of work. It was that's, a lot of work. It's a lot. It's and a I didn't lot. have GPS. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I was, it's funny. I'm, I'm going to digress a little bit here, but uh, I was in the spring water delivery business in the late 90s and early 2000s, and my 11-year-old Danny is, is a huge... Uh, under, he understands these kids understand technology way better than I, I ever will, and uh, so everything's MapQuest or you know do one of these map apps. And and I tried to explain to him not too long ago about a map book, and he looked at me like I had two heads, and <laughs> I couldn't even find the map book I had. And I used to have a stack of them in my truck because you couldn't go anywhere without one uh, to find all these side roads and everything else. So it's a, yeah, right. it's a, little, a lot different world these kids are in that they get to get to do with these things. Uh, you know, 
one of the things that's that's happened over the course of the last three weeks for me is is uh, in starting these podcasts, I've gotten an incredible amount of support from uh, the Be Awesome Army, for lack of a better word, people that have said that, you know, being real and doing this uncut, unedited, and just putting it out and, and putting myself out there and putting others out there um, has caused a lot of people to have interest and the interest in our shirts. Uh, they want a Steve the Rooster shirt. They want a Be Awesome shirt. And, uh, you know, over the last week or so, I've been working uh, pretty aggressively to, to do something to, to make a difference and to, to support and help the causes that you've you've exposed me to so we're going to be launching a store a be awesome store uh it's it's actually it's hidden right now we have the shirts on there uh we're going to start selling the shirts and i'm committed to giving three dollars of every shirt to a homeless or foster program that you and i are going to determine at that time and we're going to do that to all perpetuity so the first the first program we're going to do is we're going to do from now to thanksgiving and i want to come back up here in the first week in december and present you with a check for the charity that we're going to figure out who's going to get that and i i've i've quietly uh told a few people uh i'm gonna have to say that i will give Corey i uh, a shout out he actually figured out how to buy a shirt online before the site was even available for me to see <laughs> so Corey, 100 percent of your first purchase is going to go to the charity and i also need to thank uh, my friends over at alpha facility solutions john and katie garcia because they heard about this what i was going to do today they heard about the shirt idea that i had and without even missing a beat they have committed to buy a shirt for every single one of their employees and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do some good stuff and we're gonna help some we're gonna help some of these causes and we're gonna make a difference and uh, we're gonna give a lot of a lot of kids some some hope and we're, hopefully we can provide them with the, uh, the the belief that they're going to have a better opportunity, and uh, I'm just I'm I'm ecstatic that I've had this opportunity to get to spend with you uh, and talk to you here today and and come to the North Pole. A lot of people do podcasts; uh, they do it remote and they plug in and they do all this stuff. As you know, be awesome listeners. I have no idea what I'm doing, and. I have no idea what I'm, I'm doing, so I need to go wherever I'm speaking to someone to use the microphone that I have that I can just plug and play, and um, that's what I'm that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to get to go to some really great places. I tie it in with my work, and um, you know, before we before we get going and I sign off here, uh, Santa. One last thing I I, uh, I I need to ask you is, how did you get on the city council? Uh, for North Pole, that's that's the, uh, you know. Did you did you have a? Well, I was a write-in candidate, and before that, I'd had some experience as a write-in candidate. Um, I ran for president twice, 2008 and 2012, for president of the United States, and my slogan was "Restoring America's Heart and Soul," something I think is uh, lacking and should be going on right now and that's why I'm very enthusiastic about Be Awesome and what you're doing because it puts a positive spin on some things that otherwise might be a little bit depressing. Yes. Yeah, we got to try to look at that glass half full as as my mom always would tell me growing up when things weren't looking too good and uh uh, well, are you going to you going to run again for president? Are we going to see signs? Are we going to see? No, some I signs sort of around? stopped after I managed to get about three hundred thousand uh, Facebook followers. So that was a good start. Yeah, that's that's amazing. You have three hundred and I saw it last night three hundred and nine thousand Facebook followers. And if you 
And and uh, if people want to follow you, what should they search for exactly? Because the Santa Claus, T H E S A N T A C L A U S. That's yeah. Santa Claus. And you have some really great daily inspiration. Uh, you have you have a whole bunch of different quotes on there. One of the things that uh, ins- inspires me about you is a lot of people have beliefs and they're so firm in them that they're not willing to listen. They're 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 a one way. They talk and they don't listen. And one of the things that I got from some of your from some of your quotes and things is that. You, you share your beliefs, you're very strong in your beliefs, and that's fantastic, and people should be. Um, but you don't try to push it so much on people, and you appreciate and respect others' beliefs and what they have. You don't, you, you don't put them down or don't make them feel bad. And you know, one of the things that I saw to, that, was, that was interesting, because uh, you always have trolls. I mean, 308,000 you know, 308, followers. I got like 98 on Facebook right now. I'm hoping I break 100 with this podcast today. Um, but you know, 308,000 uh, followers, and you don't really have any trolls. And one of the things that I saw that was interesting was you actually post in some of your comments, if you have something positive, please put it here. If you don't, please don't. And people tend to listen to that because I, I don't see any negative comments on there. So Very, very few. And when I see them, I just remove them immediately. So yeah. people have gotten used to that. And my site's more designed, my page is more designed for adults than for children. Yep. You know, there are plenty of other sites that children can go to and just have fun doing the whole Santa stuff. I'm more of a different kind of a Santa trying to bring it back to the old St. Nicholas days. So I won't be I won't be giving you Amy's list for the pool for Christmas on that one. We're just going to go to the old Santa the other, <laughs> the other way. The greatest <laughs> gift you can give is love. Absolutely, 100%. And she gives me a bunch, and I, I like to give her as, as much, if not as uh, more, if I can. So. May I share my Santa blessing with you and your listeners? Absolutely. May each of you have a lifetime that's filled with happiness, peace, good health, prosperity, and most of all, love, which is the greatest gift. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas in advance. I don't think I could end any better than that. And uh, thank you very much, Santa, for your time, for meeting with me this morning. This has been awesome. I have not slept since yesterday with the travel and everything and the excitement and driving around the beautiful town of the North Pole here. I've been to all the schools. I've been over to the reindeer farm. I think I'm going to go over there and pet them uh, next. But be awesome listeners. Thank you so much for making this third podcast possible. And it's because of your positive feedback, support and love that keeps me going. And I'm going to keep doing this as long as you let me and as long as you like me. In the meantime, you can find me on my website, www.beawesome.com. B-E-A-U-S-M dot com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. I'm going to start the Twitter feed uh, today with some posts. I'm going to work on my YouTube. On uh, podcasts, I'm on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. And you can find my podcasts on my website on the podcast tab. I have no idea how I've gotten all of this up and running, but it is moving and uh, getting a ton of downloads. Uh, our shop button is on the website. We're not going to be selling, or we're going to be selling the shirts effective, uh, probably close of business today or as soon as you want to hit the tabs uh, and, and, and hit purchase now. But we will not be shipping shirts until August 1st. I appreciate your support. And like I said, Santa and I are going to work, do some work here. And uh, we're, going to, we're going to share with you the charity that we're going to support, $3 of every purchase that's made between now and Thanksgiving. And I look forward to bringing uh, a nice check here for him uh, first week in December. I'm signing off. We'll see you next week. And Santa, any last words? This is Santa here with Josh in North Pole, Alaska, telling you and encouraging you to be as awesome as you possibly can. 
Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.